go. We are recording. Hi, Michael. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's a, It's been a while since we've done one of these. Um, I feel like I've lost a little bit of the, uh, uh, I don't know, flow. <laughs> the uh, that carefully constructed, you know, professional veneer of of podcast hosting that you know we've we've been building up. <laughs> yeah, and and that we're renowned for. <laughs> and that we're renowned for absolutely has been stripped away within the first couple of sentences we've talked over each other uh we've left a gap that was a little bit too long um so it's good it's good it's good to be back <laughs> yeah so uh you may have been wondering uh where we've been over the last six months or so or, or as is more likely you probably have forgotten that we existed um but uh, uh ben and i have been busy over the last few months and uh, we thought it'll be a good idea just to touch base before the end of the year um just reflect on what's been going on with with both of us over the last um you know eight eight to twelve months and then think about what we'd like to do in 2022 um maybe nail down some dates and talk about some concrete plans that we have uh you know really just to make a public commitment to some of the ways that we think in beta might be moving um over the next couple of years so we've got some big changes uh coming up we'll talk about that a little bit later um but to start with, maybe we'll just um, think back uh, about 2021. Um, we don't need to talk too much about COVID, and, and the, you know everyone knows that uh, that's had a massive impact on um, you know just the the, the pressures of work. Um, and so you know we, we'll take it as as a given that that's been uh, a significant uh, factor in the ways that we've been thinking about working on in beta projects. Um, do you want to kick off, Ben, and uh, maybe just um, I don't know. Tell us about some of the things that uh, that have been going on with you. Yeah. So we're um, yeah. As you say, there's been a a a busy year in work and 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 out. So really, it feels like the last last kind of concrete thing that that we did for Inbeta was the 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 unconference, um, which was sort of in September 2020, um, and uh, about a. I think maybe a week or 10 days or so after that, then um, our second son was born. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's been, that's been, if I'm honest, the thing that's taken up the most of, of our energies and time and um, sleep and all of the things that come with having um, a baby and now a boisterous one-year-old around the, 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 the place, which, is, which has been great, but has, has, uh, has definitely eaten into the, the free time that I, I had around, around work. Um, and those you, you, people might have, have picked up who, who um, follow me on Twitter and stuff at the start of, of the year, uh, my sister was knocked off her bike and um, uh, suffered a, a really severe um, brain injury and, and uh, was in, in hospital for a, a long time, six, six months of, of, of the year, going through, going through rehab and is now doing really well and, 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 and continuing her rehab at, at home. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so there was, there was, there was definitely other, other, other factors that were kind of taking our, our attention and thoughts and um, time to some, to, to, to some extent with that. So um, yeah, those have been the, the sort of big out, out of side of work things. Um, uh, I've obviously also been kind of still getting to grips really with the new job at University of Birmingham, which isn't really new anymore, but still feels a, a little bit <laughs> kind of that, 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 that way. So yeah, I think it's, as you say, it felt like a good, point in time now to kind of come up for air slightly and kind of go okay where's the uh, what's the what 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 are the opportunities what what do we want to take forward uh, from from here and 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 do with, with within beta because um yeah I've, 
I've, it's, it's been something I've missed this year that we've not been able to do slight, slightly more, I think. No, absolutely. And I think one of the things about InBeat is it's one of the things that's always at the back of mind. Um, and I kind of have this constant low level feeling of guilt um, for, for not having um, moved certain things forward that, that we had committed to. Um, but as you say, there's been a lot going on both professionally and personally. Um, and, you know, and unfortunately, these kinds of side projects like in beta are the things that, uh, that fall away. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that some of that is going to change. Um, I'll talk about that a little bit um, uh, in the future. But just to touch, touch on some of the things that I've been involved with, um, you know, you, you mentioned that the kind of big concrete thing that, that we're involved in was the 2020 unconference. We decided not to do the 2021 um, unconference just because of some of the things that, that you've been talking about at the moment. Um, but I think, you know, we carried on with a couple of podcasts uh, in 2021, but I think the last one that was published was in April. Um, so that's been a long time. Um, we've been having some conversations with uh, people who might be interested in um, in coming onto the podcast, but really just finding the headspace to actually nail down a date and record something and then go through all the editing. Just, you know, there, there hasn't been any... Um, any space in in my days and weeks to to really think about um, doing that seriously, and then the other thing is the newsletter, which uh, I managed to keep going um, until about August this year. Maybe September was possibly the last one. Um, and again, that's one of those things where you know when when your month is just really full and it gets to the twentieth, which is when I get a little reminder to say, you know, maybe you should start thinking about the newsletter. Um, you know, it's just one of those things that keeps getting. Um, put off um, until you know it gets to the 31st or the 30th and you realize oh, oh dear there's no newsletter oh well um, so one of the things I'd like to really make sure that um, I keep up with uh, moving into 2022 is the newsletter I think it it does quite well just looking at the the stats I think quite a lot of people are getting it opening it reading it get some good feedback on the newsletter um, and you know one of the things that I really enjoy um, is that it gives me a chance to pick a topic and then to do a little bit of a dive on that topic. You know, I read a paper, listen to a podcast, try and find something interesting about it. So it's really great for personal development. Um, so, you know, for that reason alone, I think it's a, um, a good project to, to keep running with. Um, personally, um, in about June, July, I started looking for uh, uh, work in the UK. Uh, my family and I decided that we were going to come over there and, uh, uh, just try something different. And uh, I got offered a post at the University of Lincoln. And uh, since about August, we've been really focused on, uh, you know, all the uh, the many little tasks that need to fall into place and get ticked off before we, uh, before we can make that move. So, um, yeah, the, the move to, to Lincoln in the UK has been taking up pretty much all of my free time um, over the last four to five months. And um, I'm busy wrapping up things with uh, the University of the Western Cape at the moment, um, preparing to, to move over at the end of January. Um, and I'll start that post at Lincoln on the 31st of January. So hopefully once I settle into, um, uh, into the post at the university there, I'll be uh, able to focus a little bit more on the kinds of things that we're interested in in, in beta. Um, the, the post is um, a, a professor of digital innovation um, in the School of Health Sciences. So I really get a chance to focus on all the kinds of things that I'm interested in um, as part of my daily work. It, it wouldn't be a side project anymore. 
so I'm really looking forward to that and, and hoping that we can fold some of the things that we're talking about within beta into some of the work that I do at, at Lincoln. So looking forward to that. So yeah, the 2021 has been a full year. Um, unfortunately, not full of in beta, um, but but full nonetheless. Full of yeah, plenty of other things, and and you know, so it sounds like some some exciting changes, you know, to uh, to 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 come in the new year. So uh, yeah, good good luck, I think, for from me and 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 I'm sure everyone else on the, on on that that that, that change. Um, but and, yeah, and I'm and I'm really excited, you know, for what that what that can mean for in beta and and kind of how we can can continue to. To, to sort of grow it and try different things and, and kind of, you know, have, as you say, the, the capacity to, um, to, to, to sort of do that, I think will be, yeah. will be a real, a real positive. And uh, Birmingham is about two hours away from Lincoln, isn't it? So it makes it, I mean, it's, it's more feasible for us to, uh, to, 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 to see each other face to face, you know, yeah. occasionally than, uh, than it has been up, up till now. So that's how many, uh, how many times have we actually seen each other face to face? There was the 2016 at the at the ERWCPT. ERWCPT, WCPT. Lausanne. Yeah, Geneva, Lausanne. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, so yeah, not not bad. Um, building a world dominating um, media <laughs> empire. Um, <Yeah>. Not really. <laughs> um, Okay, cool. So yeah, 2021, uh, there's a lot going on, busy. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know about you, but we, we seem to be moving out of just the um, overwhelming sense of, uh, you know, um, I don't know, I don't know quite know how to say it, but just this, I guess, a, a sense of overwhelm, a constant sense of overwhelm um, over the last few months and seem to be um, seeing a bit of light at the end of the tunnel now. Um, so I think most of the, I've just completed the last little bit of my visa application and you know once that's done it's really just trying to figure out how we're going to move over um so most of the the difficult administrative work has been done yeah great okay so i guess this is that's a it's a good point for us to to start to change our gaze and, and look forward rather than back um and so what what does that what what do, what do these those the changes, you know, the the things that that we're going to be doing differently. How does how does that impact on in beta? And I guess there's there's a few a few a few things that we were keen to talk about here. Um, I don't know where where you want to start. We could start with the the, the some of the practical stuff, really. So kind of the because um, uh, obviously some of the the the, the support and and the, the way that we'd we'd run parts of it of in beta, like the um, website, was was sort of you know through your, uh, your 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 role at the University of of the Western Cape, you know, which has been great and, and worked well for us. Um, but obviously, you know, change means that we need to 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 to, to make a change there. So, um, yeah, I don't know if you wanted to talk a little bit about the the website and kind of you know what's what's going to be coming down the track with that. Yeah. So this is quite exciting. Initially, I was very nervous about the fact that we were going to have to migrate the website onto a new server, a new domain name. Um, I don't know if anyone ever really noticed, but um, our domain name was a subdomain of my university's uh, top-level domain. So it was uh, inbeta.uwc.ac.za. Now all of that is going to change um, because you know when I'm no longer employed by the university, they're um, a little bit reluctant to um, uh, keep providing me with uh, with server space, um, which is completely understandable. And as you say, it's been amazing that they've been able to support the project uh, for the last four years. 
Um, and it's been really nice for us not having to worry about, um, you know, any of that stuff, really. They provided a, an enormous level of support. But moving forward, we're going to have to move to our own domain then. And uh, we haven't quite um, completed that migration. So I'm, I'm not going to uh, mention the name of the, the new domain at this point, but uh, we're going to be sending out a newsletter in a couple of days. And uh, I'll include all of the relevant information there. So we'll try and set up a redirect on the old web page. So it redirects to the new one. Um, and hopefully that'll be able to run for a, a little while. Um, but we'll include the new URL. Uh, anyone who's um, currently subscribed to the newsletter or the podcast, I don't anticipate that you're going to have to resubscribe to either the podcast or the newsletter. Um, I think that most of that migration of all of the uh, registered users has worked pretty well. It's gone over pretty seamlessly. And so um, we'll use this podcast and the newsletter podcast as a bit of a test to see if the new uh, website is, is working well. And then together with that, uh, it's an opportunity to change a little bit of the look and feel of the website. Um, so, you know, maybe consider a new theme, new functionality, try to decide what it is that we actually want the website to do. Um, and yeah, so it's, it's, it's exciting. It's always nice to set up a new website. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it's a, a really kind of way to, it's a way for me to, to think creatively about what it is that we want to achieve within beta. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I did a little bit, a little bit of work on the website yesterday. Um, I don't know if you've had a chance to look at any of that stuff. Um, I know I only sent it to you last night. Um, but do you have any thoughts on on what what's going on there? Um, um, any concerns? No, no, I I, I haven't looked at it um, yet. So <laughs> apologies for that. I'm, I'm uh, pretty minimal input from me at, at this point on on that on that change. Um, but I think I mean certainly. You know, for, for for me, there's there's the opportunity there, as you say, to think about what what is in beta and what how do we want the website to reflect what that is, and and I think you know this kind of goes with the reflection back and sort of thinking about what our successes have been in the past and what's worked really well. You know, and some of the things like the unconferences, obviously that we've we've, we've organised uh, some of the events, some of the the, the sort of shared. Um, projects that you know we've sort of hosted in part through the website or or had information about on there things like the twitter conference some of the in, in internationalization uh, um, projects that we've been involved in in our respective institutions either as a way of putting people into them or sharing information about them afterwards it's worked really well in that sense um, I, th I think the, the website and one of the things that i think we were probably well i think there were, there were several things that we were really pleased about with the the unconference in 2020 having moved it online and sort of tried that the unconference uh, model in quite a different way with the the, the podcasts um but also the the, the sort of the participant-led discussions and, and being able to do that at distance um enabled us to have more people attending than we we would have done in a face-to-face -face, which was was fantastic and also having then a, a bit more of a team um a, a approach to put it, putting it together so you know we, we had just some some really you know uh, really fantastic podcasts cre created, um, and 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 each of those was led by different people, and and they they pulled in other people into the podcast, and so we sort of started to to be able to get to a point where there was more of a, a sort of project team working on something, and I think you know certainly for me that that was that was a really a, a really good step forward. Um, the first unconference we'd we'd had 
a small core team, you know, um, and then we sort of have grown that a little, a, li a little bit more for this. And I think the, the the evolution would be to sort of continue you to to do that. And I think, you know, where we'd where I'd certainly like to think of Inbeta as as coming into is 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 that idea of a community of practice where we've got you know any multiple people inputting in and bringing ideas in and generating like the the, the actions that are going to happen, not just kind of necessarily doing things that we've thought of you know and 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 so i think that's where it feels like looking back on the past year without either of us having the headspace to sort of continue to move stuff forwards then you know the the the, the Invita machine you know has has stalled to some extent and that's no that that is is understandable you know and and, and fine but i think it it sort of has shown to both of us probably certainly certainly to me that you know we we haven't quite made that leap into that community of practice which has has got you know a sense of a life of its own um and and you know i think over the next couple of years that's where i'd really like to to sort of see us um, move into so i guess partly you know one of the things that i wanted this podcast to be was 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 to open that um door again and and, and kind of say you know we we really don't want in beta to just be things that me and you have thought up, you know, that this this is, is a place for, as the the tagline, you know, says. We'll continue to say, I think, on the new website, you know, experiments in physiotherapy ed education. That's what we want it to be, you know, place to try stuff out that maybe doesn't sit, you know, have not have an obvious home elsewhere, you know. And I think where we where things the things that we've done that have been great have been those kind of projects that that don't have a natural home, and 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 we 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 can be that. So yeah, I, th I think. Yeah, I just wanted to sort of put that that call out there, you know, to for to, for for people to not to absolutely feel able to to just bring ideas that might be really unformed ideas, you know, in a very early stage of thinking, you know, and they might not be something that transpires into anything, you know, for another 12, 18, 24 months down the track, and that's okay. But that you know, this is a community in which we could we could sort of share those, talk about them, and 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 maybe link other people in, you know, to to, to sort of make 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 them happen. Yeah, I think one of the one of the challenges with that is just you know where, where do people submit that stuff? You know you know you got to either you got to open up access to the website so that anyone can create a podcast, um, or you you're relying on people to send stuff to you and then asking you to post it. So one one of the things that I often think about is you know I don't, I don't know if there are many channels for people who don't speak English to share conversations um, about physiotherapy education in their home language. Um, so I've got no doubt that those conversations are happening, but you know, where do they get shared and posted? And you know, it it would be really interesting for people to, you know, say, look, we we had a we had a meeting, we had a seminar, it was all in Spanish, um, but we recorded it, and you know, would you put it out as a podcast? Uh, absolutely. Um, and so it would be really interesting to to start getting members of the community to, I guess, in some way, take ownership of the the, the name, I guess. And you know, to say we we are a part of in beta, and this is our contribution. Um, we we would like to build the kind of Spanish language version of um, you know the conversations about assessment, um, and uh, it it would be really nice to be able to to post and, and share some of that stuff. Um, we've talked about the uh, you know getting together for a virtual coffee, um, and you know ha having people pop in, um, and you know you set a set a date and a time and it's just a standing invitation when you're going to have that meeting get together and it's more of a social thing 
you know, and anyone can share links to resources on, on Twitter. And this wouldn't be for that, really. Um, this would be more of a, a real-time chat where, you know, you get together with people that you're friends with, um, maybe who you've just met very briefly on Twitter. Um, but it's a, a kind of a space for people to have that conversation, get to know each other and, and introduce more of a social component to in beta. Um, and I, that's something I'd really like to see moving forward. And it, it kind of creates, a, I see it as creating a space for people to feel like a little bit more like this is something that they um, own uh, rather than just, you know, I put out the newsletter, we decide who to interview for uh, a podcast recording, uh, you know, you run the Twitter conference, um, you know, but people are doing interesting things all the time. How do we get them to share some of those, you know, assuming that they're not sharing it somewhere else already. I'm not suggesting that in beta has to be the, the one place for, for everyone to, to submit their ideas. But you know, if, if you have an idea and you don't have anywhere to share it um, other than, you know, a Facebook post or something, this might be a way to think about, you know, making your work a little bit more broadly available. And also linking people into sort of, um, you know, collaborate on it i think if you think about some of the you know the, the the existing sort of structures for you know communication around academia and around you know most of these things are um retrospective yeah you're you're, you're reporting on what you did you, you know in in your conference presentation in, in your abstract so i think that sense of something that is is happening at the time you know and and you know isn't all wrapped up nicely in a bow with results necessarily you know but but you're sort of seeing who else is is interested in going on that journey you know that 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 for me is is again a, a strength something we, we can do i think really well being a sort of um nimble you know, organization that is is quite flexible with who's in it at what time and and um yeah that's that that that's our strength and I think what what we'd we'd want to build on. And I think some of the 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 conversations that we've sort of started to have then about the website, you know, links into that. So I think the not that I don't think we've got a concrete idea of the, of this yet, but it it's it feels like there's a good opportunity with changing it onto the the, uh, the new um domain name to to then also think about you know the the functionality of it and you know where it's existed primarily as a repository i think it's would be fair to say up to this point you know there's information about stuff that is 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 upcoming you know and also things that we we we, we have done um but to to uh, uh, you know get a bit more like flexibility in in how people might do that and, and a bit more of it being a, a you know a sort of ongoing conversation through there um i think that would be certainly where, where i'd like to see it to see it go and we've we've sort of talked and um dabbled slightly in things like um a discord server haven't we you know th th those are the ways to have those those informal kind of conversations um and spaces that, that open up so i think i think all of those ideas sort of sit within that you know the 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 um virtual coffee spaces something like discord changes to the website that facilitate those options through there and and, and sort of make it feel like you know somewhere you could go and spend some time you, you know on a regular semi-regular basis um would, would it's all going to help i think to build that I, that sense of community and and i think the nice thing is as you said with it being a social aspect is that you know that's when you can just sort of shoot the brick you know those, those ideas come out you know it doesn't as I say it doesn't have to be a fully formed thought yet there's just that thing that's niggledy is like oh, I think we could do that better but I don't really know how it, it, it's through conversation I think that would be a, sort of both of our feeling wouldn't it it's through conversation that we start to move towards ideas that might solve some of those things um, and so yeah. just kind of creating those, those spaces as much as possible and I think 
I mean, just as, as a reflection in there, I think that some, some of the, 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 the places that I thought might do that in the past, I, I'm not sure do it, perhaps they never did, but, but it seemed like they do it even less well now. So things like Twitter, you know, I think I had higher hopes for how Twitter might pan out in terms of a, a conversation space. And, and you know, I, I'm, I'm indebted to it in many ways because, you know, we, we wouldn't have connected and done any of this without Twitter. And, and I think it still has a place and a use but but I'm not sure that I I, I I felt like I used to have conversations on there more than I do now and and you know whether that's that's about the platform or about me or a combination of those things I'm, I'm I'm not sure but increasingly it feels like again it's a it's a broadcast of things that have happened or things that people have done or or as you you know to share, share a link and that's great so again it's a good repository of information out there you know but but is it a conversation space and, and if it's not then you know, could we create something, you know, which is better at doing that? Because that's the thing that feels like it's missing, you know, often for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, uh, you know, you mentioned Twitter. I feel like the best thing that you can do with Twitter is to say, I'm, I'm doing this thing and I'm going to describe it here in, you know, 280 characters. You know, if you've heard of this or if you have if you know someone who's done this or if you've been involved in this, um, you know, then you're going to respond. But what are you going to respond with? A link to an article? Um, you know, and, and so it, it becomes... I, I often feel when I'm reading, when I'm on, when I'm on Twitter, you know, I, I almost always want to say like, I think you'll find it's a little bit more complex than that. Um, you know, it, it really isn't a space for, you know, reflection and for, and for um, talking about things that are a little bit more complicated and everything that we do is, is, is difficult and challenging. And um, yeah, I agree. T Twitter hasn't really panned out as, as a space for that. And I don't think that, um, uh, kind of a text chat, you know, so even if we've, you know, found a place where there's long form conversation, um, you know, there, there's an asynchronous component to that that's really helpful. But I think there's an enormous amount of value in the synchronous kind of ephemeral uh, conversation that isn't recorded. It's not, you, you don't prepare for it. You just show up, you just walk into a room and you see that there's five other people there and, you know, see what they're talking about. And you know, maybe after half an hour, you kind of think, well, that really wasn't a good use of time hopefully it's it's not like that but you know maybe after five minutes you you know you realize that people are talking about something that you've always wanted to do or you're interested in or um but i, I think that social component is is really important and it's not something that we've done a lot of um other than uh, trying to do the the um the coffee room in the in the unconference when we did the online one um but something that's always stuck with me is the uh, um, the, the social activity that was built into the 2019 unconference, um, which, you know, I feel like the, the people that we met and the relationships that we, we started um, at, at that meeting have, you know, those conversations have sustained relationships over the last two years. Um, and, you know, whether it was the, the wine tasting or the dinner um, or the coffee or just sharing lunch together, I think food is a, a big part of it. Um, you know, getting together over a meal. I think, you know, these are things that are are really important and they help us build towards the kind of community that I, I think we both see in beta becoming. Um, and it's very difficult to do that purely with asynchronous communication. And, and this is why I, I feel like this is a, a part of, you know, what we're trying to do that hasn't really um, um, been fulfilled yet. And, and, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out how we how we could bring something like that, if not into the website, then at least into our kind of um, repertoire of tools, 
um, to facilitate those kinds of conversation. Uh, as you said, or um, as I said, I forget, but you know, those conversations are definitely happening. And how do we get involved in more of those conversations? Um, yeah. So we'll, yeah. we'll see how it goes. So I think, I think, I think it's really interesting that kind of, as we're talking it through the, some of those, the key principles there about kind of not necessarily knowing exactly what's going to happen, you know, not know, necessarily knowing who's going to be there uh, and it being not on you to make use of that, you know, and you, it's okay to decide that you're, it's not useful to you at that point and to, to leave that like they, they really link back into all of those, the, the, the sort of foundational principles of the unconference. Right. And, you know, and, and, and I see kind of so much of, of, of what we do and what's worked well as, as being informed by those same ideas um you know and and, and going back to that you know the the um the 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 unconference in lausanne you know i remember the, the you know walking in on that the first morning kind of going this is we is, have we done enough here because you know we we don't know we've got we've got no idea you know we, i mean we 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 knew a few people who definitely were there because they'd been there, there the previous night but but there was a, a, a high amount of uncertainty in terms of who, who was going to be you know attending what the conversations would look like what we talk about how, how how that would all pan out you know and as you say it went fantastically and and it had then that the the you know the flexibility for it to you know the conversations you know sort of sustained and, and stayed throughout all the activities you know we it, there wasn't a clear divide between this the social and the conference not not in a bad way you know not that we were talking shop the whole time although we were but it didn't feel like it you know so actually there's space for kind of yeah the, the, it's like an enjoyable conversation on both sides of that and and I, and I think that being able to blur those is 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 a is a real strength of that kind of approach that we we're talking about um and i wonder if that's then a good point to sort of to to talk a bit about uncom you know the, the unconference and, and our plans for it, it this year um or next year sorry because we're not quite into the new year yet although <laughs> i'm already jumping ahead into 2022 so our plan is to 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 uh, to, to run an unconference in 2022 um I think we can, so we, we can, we can say the date that we've got penciled in for that. So looking at the 8th and 9th of, of September, which is a Thursday and, and Friday. Um, and our idea this time is to, again, try something slightly different. So we've had a fully physical unconference in 2019. We've had a fully online unconference in 2020. So for 2022, we're going to look at, at much more of a, of a sort of hybrid um model which very much fits with kind of how i guess a lot of higher education and, and other things have, have, have gone but with it being an unconference that that hybrid model i think is going to look different to other hybrid models that we we might have encountered before with, with things um one of the things i think we both really took away from the the, the 2020 unconference was how the podcasts functioned as a way of kind of stimulating conversation introducing ideas that then could you know conversations could flow off the back of so we're definitely going to keep that as a as as a key way of uh yeah kind of um seeding those thoughts and to to bring in some particular themes and and, and topics not in a very defined way but a broad area of discussion you know in into into the, the unconference and then in terms of the that the, the hybrid online and, and, and in person, I think, you know, as we've been talking about in this conversation, you know, being able to be, you know, in the same space with, with, with people and, and, you know, to, to talk, talk things out is, is at heart is the, the heart of, of, of this idea. Um, and so what we'd like to do is to have a sort of hub and spoke um, model where we have um, 
several i mean i don't know a couple we'll see how many we can get and this is where i guess we're opening that 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 door again and and, and sort of saying who, who'd be interested in coming along on this on this journey um but we can have local um you know synchronous face-to-face -face elements to the to the unconference but also a space on online for people who aren't able to attend one of one of those but the idea being that these are Kind of you, the the resources, the 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 ideas, the podcast, the, the the sort of seeding things you can listen to and and interact with anywhere, um, but then come together to to talk about them. So come together in person to talk about them. Come together online to to talk, talk about them, and we'll blur those lines a little bit at some points too. You know, so that these things aren't disconnected from each other at all, and we we get some cross seeding of those ideas. And, and I think one of the things that um, that really allows us to do is to bring in these social components um, that we've just been talking about. So where the, the local face-to-face -face parts of the unconference are taking place, you would expect there to be some kind of social component happening there. So um, the way that I imagine it playing out is that, you know, it, it could be that um, myself and three other people in uh, my area, in, in my university, um, in my city, um, you know, I, now that I'm saying it, I think we you may have to find a way to to get people to um, link up with each other because you may not always be aware of how many other people in your area are are registered to attend the unconference. But um, you know, it, it would be interesting if you uh, to you meet up for a coffee um, with those people or for a dinner um, and use that space to have a conversation about what all of you listened to in the day um, and to try and encourage some kind of a feedback mechanism um, to to capture some of what was recorded because I think one of the things that is is really valuable uh, about the unconference is that you you try to try to capture the conversations that happened uh, we we used padlets I think in 2020 um, and I seem to remember that that also worked uh, reasonably well um, but yeah the, that that hub and spoke model that you mentioned um, it, I find it really appealing because it it allows us to integrate the online and the face to face, and it gives us a, a way to bring in the the social part of it, uh, which worked so well in 2019, and which I felt was completely missing in the 2020. Um, so even though there was a, a lot of interaction online and with the, with the asynchronous conversations, the podcasts were really well received. Um, I didn't feel like there was that social component, and and as I said, I, I feel like that's a really powerful. Um, use of bringing people together. So the the idea of flying halfway around the world now to, to give a ten minutes um, PowerPoint presentation just seems completely insane. Um, but you know, sitting down, having a cup of coffee, and talking to someone for half an hour, I think there's enormous value in that. And so, how do we bring in the best parts of face to face conferences and integrate it with some of the ideas that we have around an unconference? And I think the model that you've that you've mentioned, I think, gives us a chance to experiment. Um, with some of those ideas in in innovative ways that I'm not really sure I've seen very much of. Um, I feel like most of the conferences that have been running in uh, in the last two years have just been kind of an, an endless kind of overwhelming barrage of talking heads um, and not particularly interesting or, or innovative. And and I think also that so then what that's done is is people have disengaged as you say from the other aspects of the conference which. In, in every conversation that I think I've ever had with, with anybody, irrespective of their views on, you know, the value of some of the conference presentations and posters, everyone would still tell you that the, the, the best part of it is, 
you know the ability to talk with other people the fact that it, it, it brings people together so it's kind of you know that, that idea of sort of flipping it around a little bit in inverting the, uh, the, the 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 model so that's the heart of of the of the unconference rather than being the peripheral thing that you have to grab at in between you know walking between different different sets yeah. of presentations yeah. um create you know creating as much space in the program for the, for those conversations as, as we possibly can by having things that people can have listened or engaged to beforehand and i think you know the the and, and I've certainly done this and, and you know, when, when you're engaging in a, in a purely online conference, the temptation is that you let, you know, everything else, everything else is still happening. You know, life is still going on around you in, 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 the, in the home, you know, where, where we're often accessing these things from. So it's, you, you know, the things that you drop out from that, it, you know, tend to be, and I'm not quite sure why, but they tend to be the, the, the opportunity to go into the, the, the coffee room space and just have an informal chat, you know, so you kind of look at the at the programme and it's like, okay, these talks are at this time and, and I'll pick the ones that sound most interesting and try and attend those. And in between it, I'm still doing my emails. I'm still, you know, going to go and help with the kids if I can hear them shouting in the background or whatever it might be, you know, um, uh, whereas I think that, so creating a space where people can come away from it, I think is, is really key. And I think the model... What the model gives us so certainly you know there will be like a a hub in the uk which people could come to for two days you know and and immerse themselves in the conversations there for that for that entire time we'd love there to be another one or two you know in in this first first iteration of that work like that but there could equally be smaller hubs so as you say it could be as simple as you kind of go well of all of this there's there's a, a podcast or a couple of podcasts on ideas that are really pertinent to like the program that I work on or you know the the area the area of practice near, near, near to me and it, and it could be that you, you know you just pick that up and, and do it with some of the colleagues in the institution that you're in or or, or a couple of, of local institutions there and it doesn't need to be a two-day long thing but you might put aside a couple of hours within those couple of days to go for a walk discuss the things in in, in the podcast you know having having listened to that so I think you know the, the the flexibility but still built around conversation is something that I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I've seen that model really tries uh, in 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 that many other places, and I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see how that how how that can work and 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 play out. And I'm sure it's something that we will then iterate on, you know, as as, as we sort of go through. Um, but it's. Uh, I think it's you know again it speaks to it speaks to the ability we have within in beta is that we can run three conferences and and each one can be almost entirely different you know but around the same principles um, and that's you know that 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 ability just to try stuff and and the bits that worked really well from the previous ones we'll, we'll try and keep and build on those and the stuff that didn't work as well we won't 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 do you know won't won't do again um, that's the thing that I find just exciting creative about the the, the process um, and yeah there's something that I haven't. Really Really thought about um i don't think it's really um kind of clicked for me um but you know one of the big things about uh, kind of a conventional conference is that you're presenting the outcome of of some work that you've done and um, i've never really thought about it before but the, with with the unconferences there's zero expectation that you're presenting results um so the, you know the the idea that um you would be arriving with some sort of answer to a question i think is um you know it's completely um not anathema, but it's you know disconnected from from the principles of an unconference. And the idea is that you're arriving with questions um, rather than with answers. And I, it's not something I've really thought about. And you know, as as we're talking now, or as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking uh, you know this is a great opportunity to arrive with with questions that are bothering you. 
And rather than looking at a program to see who's presenting work that might possibly be an answer to your question, you're arriving with this kind of uh, more of an open mindset. Um, you know, maybe your question will be discussed, but possibly you could introduce the question that then gets discussed by everyone um, at the unconference. And nobody has to come up with an answer. You don't have to leave with an answer. Um, the whole point of it is just in kind of open-ended conversation. And there's a, a freedom and a flexibility there that um, I think creates a very different uh, headspace for thinking about what a conference could be. Um, so uh, I don't know if you saw it a little bit earlier in the year, I, um, you know, I shared something, uh, you know, what if we thought of a conference as a retreat? Um, and it's the same kind of mindset that you bring to a retreat. It's a, it's a place for, you know, to step back, to step away. You've said a few times this, this idea of stepping away. Um, and, and it's very difficult to do at home. Uh, as you said, there's all these other kind of competing demands on your time um, and your attention. Um, so how do, we, how do we try to encourage that kind of a space where this is more for, rather than an intensity of experience over um, two days, uh, how, how do we encourage that kind of depth of experience? It's not about trying to see as many talks as possible. Um, it's about trying to go deep into uh, fewer topics. Um, where we can, you know, slow down a little bit and and reflect on things, talk about things more, more deeply, more carefully, more insightfully, hopefully. Um, so yeah, I think those are some of the things that um, I haven't really taken into the previous two unconferences, but which have kind of bubbled up to the surface over the last few months as we've been, you know, very briefly talking about some of what we might be doing next year. And I think those are some of the ideas that I'd like to see if we can more intentionally integrate into into this next unconference and how do we use time and space um, more effectively to try and create those uh, experiences or, or at least create the foundations that people can have those experiences for themselves if that's what they want. Absolutely. Um, there was one other thing that I, I wanted to, to just to, to talk on to and I, th I think it, it comes comes off the back of this conversation. So we've been talking about what the purpose of, of a conference could be and, and how, how an unconference you know, is, is a good um, model to maximize this, this space for reflection and conversation and, and, and moving things forward that, that haven't been done. And I think the flip side to that is that there is still, there's still stuff that people have done. People have still, you know, done their research, tried a project, evaluated the service and want to share what the outcomes of those things are. And, uh, uh, you know, I think um, it, you know, sort of uh, um, um, aligned with this idea of, of what a conference could be is kind of well, what do we do with that stuff that kind of makes up the conference now um, and 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 so so something we've we've talked about and it before in, in the past is 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 really that the the presentation mode of a conference is kind of rooted in in history for me this that was that was the an effective way of sharing scientific advances a hundred years ago you know but it it's not anymore you know we have the internet we really don't need to as you say fly people around the world to hit here hit here presentation we don't need to group presentations together on totally disparate themes you know in, in a space that people have to sit through five presentations that they have no interest in just to hear the one five minute one that they might have an interest in and then it turns out that they don't really because the title wasn't reflecting it so how do we you know how do we share stuff open out to more people and do it and present it in a, in a way that is you know accessible and we talked already about twitter um being maybe not the conversation space so not the answer to the conversation problem but it is potentially an answer to the sharing information problem um 
And so a project that we ran a couple of years ago and then didn't run last year for all the reasons we talked about at the top, top, top of the show um, was the student Twitter uh, conference, which was a model of how we could do how we could do that differently um, and using social media as being the, the primary sharing of information um, and also a chance to, you know, to, to, to do the question and answer and things that you would do within a, a conference, but more asynchronously in a way that's accessible, doesn't need anyone to move anywhere out of their house, but you can dip in and dip, dip out across like a, a 24 hour period. Um, so we're going to be running that again this year. Um, the date is to be confirmed will be around early May time um, would, would be the, the, the plan for that. Um, and it's going to run the same way. So what we tried, what we what we tried to do last time um, and some some of the, the university taking part really, really did this fantastically was for this to be a student led process so that you have um, each university that's taking part can can choose a, a Twitter presentation that they're going to make from one set of, of um, students sh sharing their dissertation project results in the same way that you might have a, a kind of peer review process, you know, to, to you know, to decide the, the, the program for a conference. This would be a student led peer review process to select a presenter that can then goes forward and, and forms part of the of the program um, for the, the Twitter conference. I think we're going to maybe try and um, branch out across Instagram as well, just because that's maybe where more students are, you know, to be frank. Um, uh, and also it's obviously a more visual medium. So, um, you know, the, the, the ability to use graphics and, you know, design to, for, to, to, to convey information, I think, um, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a good opportunity there. And it'd be interesting to see how that then works with some of the the question answer and you know that the bit of conversation that happens off the back of, of a presentation whether those things differ between twitter and instagram um so really just to flag this up as something that some more information will be coming out about shortly um and again we're going to be looking for you know physiotherapy programs at universities who would like to take part and run a student selection process to uh, to to identify a presenter who can then form part of, of the, the program so yeah watch this space on that one are you looking for uh, collaborators or participants? Um, so I think um, potentially both. So absolutely, we're looking for um, participants. So uh, that's, you know, and any, we're, we're trying to organise it sort of so that it's not students applying um, direct to the, the conference, but that it's done through the institution. So it's for institutions to sort of um, sign up and then to run their own little process to select their, their presenter. So participants from that aspect, um, there is, you know, um, we've, we, we had a process that worked quite well. So we've, we've sort of got a structure that we're going to run to, but it's definitely useful to have, you know, some collaborators who, who, who might be able to help with aspects of that um, in, 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 in the, the sort of um, back room, if you like, of just making sure it all goes okay, setting up things on TweetDeck, you know, so that the, the, the timing and the scheduling and the flow of, of, of some of the presentations and things all, all works. So um, yes, to both of those things. Cool. That sounds exciting. So yeah, there, there's quite a few things then that we've got going on that we've committed to now publicly. There's the unconference, 8th to the 9th of, uh, what did we say, September, the Twitter conference, the newsletter that will continue. Got some fairly big changes happening in terms of the website. Um, so there might be a little bit of a, a hiccup there. People going to the old website and, and realizing that that no longer works, doesn't exist anymore. Um, but hopefully... It's not going to be too much of a problem uh, making the transition to the new server and the new domain name. Um, is there anything else that that you want to bring up? Um, I think we've talked about most of the things on the list. I think so. I think that's that's 
definitely a good start point for us, us to go from. And, and uh, you know, I think all I'd, I'd want to finish with is, is again, that, that that doesn't have to be all that Inbeta does this this year. You know, those are our, our ideas that we've talked about and things that that we we're, we're excited to to try. But if there's other things that other people have that are ideas, our seeds of ideas, or or something further along than that, you know, that that, that absolutely, you know, we we are, would welcome those to come in underneath the kind of community practice that is Inbeta and and you know to to work with with people to to sort of you know turn turn ideas into experiments and into things that we we, we can try. Yeah, uh, you've mentioned a couple of times this idea of a community of practice, and I think when we started Inbeta, um, it it was a podcast, um, and the the original website was designed purely to be a place to host the podcasts, and over time it's grown, and I feel like. Um, we've just tacked on bits and pieces as we've decided that we wanted to include those projects. Um, and one of the changes that I wanted to make with the, you know, moving to the new website is to look at it more holistically. And uh, as this idea to not host a community of practice, um, but to, to reflect on, on the ideas around community of practice. So rather than the website being a, a website or a podcast, or rather than in beta being a website or a podcast, um, I think over the last few years, we've we've uh, expanded that idea of the, the initial idea of, of what the project was going to be. Um, it, it was conversations around experiments in physiotherapy education. And, and I think now we're looking at a community around experiments in physiotherapy education. And it's slightly different. And so I think one of the changes that we're going to be looking at in the website is to how to reflect that idea of a community um, more intentionally. Um, so that's something I'm, I'm quite looking forward to and to building um, over the next few years is to move away from this idea that the, the websites and the, and, the, and the name in beta is associated with a repository of content and how it can more come, come to encompass more this idea of a community of people, um, which I'm not sure, it, it hasn't been front of mind when I've been thinking about um, uh, in beta as a, as a group um, over the last few years. So that's something I'm pretty excited for and, and looking forward to uh, in the next the next few months. I hope that this has been marginally interesting. Um, and if you've listened this far, thanks very much. Um, <laughs> hopefully we'll, we'll get some of these ideas kicked off um, in the next few weeks and uh, we'll see you in 2022. See you later. Cheers, bye.